Isaiah chapter 26, verse 1. In that day sung is the song in the land of Judah. We have a strong city, salvation he doth make walls and bulwark. This chapter is the song that the Israelites will sing when Babylon is destroyed. And this song will also be sung in the future when the final Babylon is destroyed. It says that the Lord has broken down the walls of Babylon. 2. Open ye the gates that enter may a righteous nation, preserving steadfastness. A righteous nation can now enter Jerusalem. That is what will happen during Christ's millennial reign. The millennial reign will take place after the final Babylon is destroyed during the Great Tribulation. And then those who are righteous will return from heaven with Jesus to Jerusalem to rule over the entire world. 3. And imagination supported, thou fortifiest peace, peace, for in thee it is confident. When the first Babylon fell, there was great peace over the world in the sense that a lot of nations didn't have to war anymore to defend themselves against the growing empire. But when the final Babylon falls, there will be genuine worldwide peace because no nation will war with any other nation. Jesus and his saints will settle all disputes from Jerusalem. For in thee it is confident. The people will trust Jesus during the millennial reign, and they will abide by all of his decisions. 4. Trust ye in Jehovah forever, for in Jah, Jehovah is a rock of ages. Jah is a nickname for Jehovah. Jehovah is a derivation of Yahweh, and Yahweh is a derivation of YHWH. Nobody can pronounce the Lord's name. So the cults that tell you that you have to call God Jehovah, they're lying because Jehovah is not the Lord's name and there is no human on earth who even knows what the Lord's name is. All we know is that the Lord gave Moses YHWH to represent his name because his name is not pronounceable by human tongue. So you can call him Lord, Jehovah, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You can call him Prince of Peace, King of Kings, Lord of Lords. There are many names for the Lord. Jehovah is not his name. It's just one of the many names that you can use. 5. For he bowed down the dwellers on high. A city set on high, he maketh low. He maketh it low unto the earth. He causeth it to come unto the dust. Babylon was the area where they had built the Tower of Babel, and they were trying to reach heaven with that tower. The tower wasn't shaped like the Tower of Pisa, because that would have never reached heaven. It would have eventually toppled over in the wind. What the Babylonians were building was a pyramid, because pyramids cannot fall. You just keep adding layer after layer, and the pyramid gets bigger and bigger, but it will never fall. That's what they were trying to build all the way up to heaven. But the Lord toppled their pyramid, and then later on he leveled their city completely. 6. Tread it down, doth a foot, feet of the poor, steps of the weak. 
When Babylon was destroyed, even weak little children and elderly people and handicapped people could walk there freely, because nobody could stop them. 7. The path for the righteous is uprightness, O upright one, the path of the righteous thou dost ponder. Jesus is the righteous one. His Spirit in us is what causes us to be righteous. We cannot be righteous unless Jesus is alive in us, because our own flesh by itself will never be righteous, and that's why we have to have Him in us, and then His righteousness is what shines out. You and I cannot generate our own righteousness. That's impossible. Being born again simply means that Jesus is alive in you, and He has control of your personality, your desires, and your will. You have died to your self-will. Unfortunately, in churches they teach you that Jesus should be Lord of your life. But the Bible teaches us that we don't even have a life outside of Jesus. And that's what dying to yourself means. 8. Also in the path of thy righteousness, O Jehovah, we have waited for thee. To thy name and to thy remembrance is the desire of the soul. We desire him. That's why we want to go to heaven. We're tired of this world. The only reason we don't mind being here is to continue spreading the gospel. But if it weren't for that, we'd have nothing to live for here. This world has absolutely nothing to offer us. 9. With my soul, I desired thee in the night. Also with my spirit within me, I seek thee earnestly. For when thy judgments are on the earth, the inhabitants of the world have learned righteousness. We learn his character when we obey him. You can't understand somebody until you've walked in their shoes. And that's why nobody knows Jesus unless they obey him. That's how we walk in his shoes. That's how we learn who he is. And that's why on Judgment Day he'll say to many people, Depart from me, I never knew you, you worker of iniquity. A worker of iniquity is somebody who'd never repented of their sins. Therefore, because they didn't obey the commands of the Lord, they never got to know him. Because again, you can't really know somebody until you've walked, until you've walked in their shoes. And Jesus walks in righteousness. So if you don't walk in righteousness, you're a stranger to him. 10. The wicked findeth favor. He hath not learned righteousness. In a land of straightforwardness he dealeth perversely and seeth not the excellency of Jehovah. Even when the Lord gives grace to the wicked, being long-suffering and giving them multiple chances to repent, they still don't learn righteousness because they refuse to repent of their sins and they refuse to obey his commandments. And even in a righteous land, wicked people will continue being perverse. This is one of the many Bible verses that prove that no unrighteous people will go to heaven. A lot of Christians are taught in church that we cannot be righteous until we get to heaven, but the Bible teaches the opposite. It says we will not go to heaven unless we're already righteous. You have to become righteous now, and you can only do that by faith in Jesus with him alive in you and if you die to your own self-will. If we're not righteous now, we're never going to heaven. It says right here in this verse that if a perverted person is in a righteous land, they'll continue sinning. 
and there's not going to be any sinners in heaven. Jesus himself said that no unrighteous person will go to heaven. So don't plan on becoming righteous when you get to heaven or you'll never make it. Make a choice to walk in righteousness now through faith. 11. O Jehovah, high is thy hand. They see not. They see the zeal of the people and are ashamed. Also the fire, thine adversaries, consumeth them. When it says that the Lord's hand is high, that means that he is going to war against his enemies. The Lord will even cause his own enemies to fight his other enemies. The Lord can use one evil kingdom to destroy another evil kingdom. 12. O Jehovah, thou appointest peace to us, for all our works also thou hast wrought for us. Everything that righteous people do is really done by the Lord. No one can take credit for doing anything good, because it's Jesus in you who is doing those good things. That's why when we get to heaven, he'll give us a crown, and then we'll take it off and put it at his feet, and we'll acknowledge that we didn't do anything except by him. That's why we have to crucify the flesh, because our flesh isn't capable of doing anything good. Only Jesus in us can do good. We're saved by grace. It's his grace. 13. O Jehovah our God, lords have ruled us besides thee. Only by thee we make mention of thy name. Even though the world has ruled over us in one way or another by oppression, it's the Lord who we really follow. 14. Dead, they live not. Rephium, they rise not. Therefore thou hast inspected and dost destroy them. Yea, thou destroyest all their memory. The Lord will destroy his enemies and their legacy. Rephiam means the dead. Jesus is the God of the living. But if you're dead, you aren't with the Lord. You're in eternal torment. 15. Thou hast added to the nation, O Jehovah. Thou hast added to the nation. Thou hast been honored. Thou hast put far off all the ends of the earth. The Lord increases his people. He increases their faith and the works that he does in them. And he also increases his own kingdom by the testimony of his saints and by them sharing his gospel. And when Babylon fell, that made Israel greater because it was no longer oppressed. And its people could return home. 16. O Jehovah, in distress they missed thee. They have poured out a whisper. Thy chastisement is on them. They can only whisper in pain. The discipline of the Lord is on Babylon. 17. When a pregnant woman cometh near to the birth, she is pained. She crieth in her pangs. So we have been from thy face, O Jehovah. That's how people feel when the Lord disciplines them. When he disciplined Israel by letting Israel be oppressed by Babylon and the other nations, it was as if Israel was going into labor. She couldn't stop the pain, and she couldn't stop her circumstances. 18. We have conceived, we have been pained, we have brought forth as it were wind, salvation we do not work in the earth, nor do the inhabitants of the world fall. Israel, because it was sinful, it gave birth to wind, or nothing. It had no legacy, no fruitfulness. And that's what happens when you and I live in sin. The years go by, 
and at the end of all those years of sin, we have nothing to show for the life we've lived. We haven't led anybody to Jesus. We haven't shared our testimony after all those years of sin. It's like giving birth to wind. Neither the Lord nor the angels nor anybody else is going to admire you for the college degrees that you earned and the civic awards or the beautiful things that you painted. The only thing that's going to matter before God's throne is did you obey his commandments? And secondly, did you share your testimony with anybody? Those are going to be the only two things that you get judged by before the throne of the Lord. 19. Thy dead live, my dead body they rise, awake and sing, ye dwellers in the dust, for the dew of the herbs is thy dew, and the land of Rephaim thou causest to fall. In the last day the dead will be raised, and they will go to judgment. 20. Come, my people, enter into thy inner chambers, and shut thy doors behind thee, hide thyself shortly a moment till the indignation pass over. Many people will want to die or hide on Judgment Day, but they won't be able to. 21. For lo, Jehovah is coming out of his place to charge the iniquity of the inhabitants of the earth upon him, and revealed hath the earth her blood, nor doth she cover any more her slain. On Judgment Day, all of our sins will be totally exposed. All the skeletons in the closet are going to come out. Everybody will know the evil things that we did behind closed doors and in the darkness. Repent of it now and make restitution, because on Judgment Day you won't be able to. And that concludes Isaiah chapter 26.